0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Hunker Podcast. We appreciate everybody for downloading. Uh, it has been a great couple of months here, and first family of waterfowl was fantastic on YouTube. If you hadn't watched that yet, it's on our YouTube channel, The Big Honker Podcast. Go check it out now, and make sure that you get subscribed. This podcast is brought to you by none other than Shin Gear. They are they started as a waiter company. They are no longer a waiter company. They are a full blown. Uh, Whatever you need for a waterfowl. They got bibs, jackets. They've got all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Vests, caps, hats, t-shirts. Hoodies. My favorite is the bibs. I torture tested them all last season, and they stood up to everything that I threw in front of them.
1: I just threw them out of my luggage. Can't wait to wear them all week. Also, remember, the Shin Film Fest is going to be October
0: 21st in Memphis, Tennessee. It is not too late. You can get yourself... Uh, they got tables for sale and then they've also got for smaller parties. You can get a seat if you need one.
1: Got college football all day Saturday. Going to have some film fest, food, drinks, have a good time, be lots of things to buy there. And that's at ShinGear.com.
0: We're also brought to you by dirty duck coffee. i start my morning every single day with dirty duck coffee, the Missouri boat ride blend. It is the way to go. And if you're looking for a little afternoon, pick me up. They now have a cold brew out. It is the King Eider Cold Brew, and that is how I spend my 3.30. So I am fully caffeinated, Dirty Duck Coffee, every single day. They've also got good-looking swag. You can go to their website, DirtyDuckCoffee.com. You can get coffee shipped straight to your door, or whatever merchandise you get. So go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by the boys up in Missouri, the Looking Glass Podcast. Head over to Patreon, and while you're at Patreon, you can look up the Big Hawk Podcast, because we have uh, three things a week that we release. But anyway, back to the... The Looking Glass guys, Patreon, subscribe to their account, and you can take part in everything that they got going on. They are hilarious guys. Logan and Rebel are some of the funniest guys that we have out here all season long, so they can keep you entertained for hours and hours. Uh, We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Best spinners on the market, best uh, blinds on the market, whatever you need. If you're a waterfowl hunter, they got something for you. We just put our order in. With Lucky Duck, getting some spinners headed this way, some blinds, a little bit of flappers, maybe even a rotary. You never know. Lucky Duck has got a bunch of brand new products out there, and they are going to uh, help you be more effective out in the field. So if you're duck or goose hunting, and you need some sort of gadget, go to luckyduck.com, get some stuff headed to you. Uh, Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. If you are a duck hunter, you should thank Ducks Unlimited, because they are putting ducks back into the sky. Uh, putting your hard-earned money at work. uh, 80 cents out of every dollar that Ducks Unlimited raises goes right back into conservation. So you can rest assured that your money is not being wasted. So help wherever you can, ducksunlimited.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industry. It is time for you to get skinny. Uh, Silhouettes, the way to go. They're quick, effective. They keep your trailer nice and neat all season long. You don't have to worry about the clutter of full bodies anymore. So silhouettes are what we use every single day out here. If you are a spec hunter, Canada hunter, they got all sorts of species. They've also got floaters out. So whatever you need, die Bomb can help you out.
1: If you're that guy that's hunting a river bar, a sandbar on a river or something, and you're having to take two or three trips back and forth in the truck, get you a five dozen silhouettes, carry them in there. The The results are going to be is good or better than what you're doing, and it's going to be a lot less work on you. Best way to go there.
0: Diebombindustries.com. We're also brought to you by the by the boys up at Pacific Calls, PacificCustomCalls.com. Is how you can see what all they got going on the B, uh, the BA Lester call is my favorite Lester call. They have two new calls out. The BBS, it's a big bore speckle belly call, and they got the BBG, a big bore goose call. They're both great. They run phenomenal. So if you are a speckle belly hunter and you're looking for a new spec call, uh, you can either go with the 530, which I run, or you can go the BBS. Either way, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, And my favorite duck call is still the PCD. So it's got my stamp of approval on it. Pacificcustomcalls.com is how you get a hold of them. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. It is time. uh, The war chief is out there now. It is a buffered shotgun shell and it is going to add 10 yards to your range. So whatever results you see at 30, you will now see at 40. The War Chief is the real deal. We have shot it. Knocks the piss out of them. So if you're a guy that needs a little bit extra range, the War Chief is the way to go. They still make a legacy product. The the original stuff that they've been making for the last 5 years are still producing that stuff. So uh if you're happy with that, keep ordering that. But
1: once you shoot boss, you're never going to shoot nothing else. There's no reason to. One shot and it's dead. It takes one, one, one. It only takes one. You don't have to finish them up. You don't have to shoot cripples on the water. You don't have to worry about chasing a bird down three miles away. Shoot boss.
0: Two and three quarter inch, three five blend. That's the way to go, right there. Uh, we're also brought to you by MLR Graphics out of Breckenridge, Texas. Michael is a great guy, good Christian man, and he makes all of our shirts out here.
1: You can custom order anything, you can do it online. They can sell stuff. They got all the big brand names. I can custom do it for Christmas is coming. If you want uh, custom work done for Christmas, look them up, mlrgraphics.com, mlrgraphics on Instagram, and they're out of Breckenridge, Texas.
0: Next, we're brought to you by Mossberg. The 940 waterfowl gun is what we shot all last season. It held up seven days a week. Rain, mud, sand, whatever we threw at in West Texas, the waterfowl 940, it held up. So uh, don't be sleeping on the Mossbergs. You see one in the gun case, take it for a test run. You're going to like it. Mossberg.com. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Mr. Corey has just had a litter of puppies. So now is the time. Uh, had a couple extra puppies that he wasn't expecting. So now is the time. If you were wanting a nice British lab, contact Corey, uh, Britlabs.com and send him an email and he can tell you what we got to do.
1: He stood up and and stood up for those, great, uh, those kids on that Gold Star Hunt, donated two different puppies to us. Folks, man's a... a as good a guy as you're going to meet. Good as gold. The man is as good as gold. He raises great dogs. He does a great job training. Check him out, please. I highly recommend Corey Dudekin at Double T British Kennels.
0: Next, we're brought to you by Hill Farms. Listen, getting older, is it's it's rough. You get algaes, different things start to hurt and ache. Hill Farm can help you with all natural CBD products. They have a nice salve that you can uh, rub onto whatever is aching. They've also got stuff in roll-ons. they got gummies. Uh help help with the Alchies. Go to HemphillFarm.com, farm with a PH, and uh they will ship anywhere. So don't uh, don't don't be afraid to check them out. You know, listen, getting older sucks.
1: You start aching. Sure helps to sleep. Two gummies every night
0: make you sleep like a baby. There you go. HemphillFarm.com. Next we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield stool and the brand new blind caddy. I'm going to run that blind caddy all season long. You thought my tra- my trailer was organized. Wait until you see the blind with the blind caddy. Alf Outdoor Specialties, if you've got an idea, they are a fabri- fabrication company. They can mock up whatever idea you got. They made the Stanfield stools, and they're going to save backs of waterfowl hunters in A-frames all season long. So check them out, Alf Outdoor Specialties. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Jeff, what dates we got left?
1: I've got a few dates left in December. I don't have exact dates. I got December, uh, 27, 28, 29 and 30. I can do a group. Uh, I've got a few weekdays here and there. I've got a couple of days still set aside for small groups of people. So if you've got one or two and you're wanting to hunt father, or son hunts the week before Christmas, the week after holler back at me, 940-658-3172 or stanfieldhunting.com. Thank you. God bless you and have a wonderful week.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by J.D. Quinn. He played offensive lineman for the University of Oklahoma, and uh, he was the number one recruit. He's All-American out of high school. He's a total badass. Uh, and then during his time at Oklahoma, he got in a little bit of trouble. We get his story on here. It is wild hearing the, uh, the NIL deals that we have today and then hearing what J.D. lost everything over uh, back when he was playing, so crazy stuff but enjoy this episode here we go jd quinn i guess maybe that's called
1: pajamas that's not pajamas
0: i knew a lady that was uh didn't you know a lady that was clitoris yeah no shame her daughter clitoria clitoria c-l-i-t-o-r-i-a
1: well i I would have been a fucking asshole in high school that girl
2: that is not a good name for a female
1: (laughs) or for a man
0: for anybody really all right, here we go. We're going to play our introduction music, and then we'll be rocking and rolling. No, you're good. You're good. You're good.
1: This is the Mexican guy you were telling me about, right?
2: Maybe. You don't know if he's Mexican? I, he's from California. So oh, he's
1: that's just, what you told me. That's yeah, right. He's just here to fuck it up. Yeah. So you're a liberal? <laughs>
2: Allegedly, he votes correctly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm not in the, I'm not in the sand, so I don't know. Don't, that's right.
1: All right, here we go. Maybe he's a counterfeit 30, Californian. Two, one, boom! And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by the Lucky
0: Duck. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. That's right. We got royalty here today. Yes, with us today. It's a big week. Big week. Texas OU plays this weekend.
1: Yep. And Mr. Oklahoma at one time, football player J.D. Quinn is here.
2: I think royalty is a little overkill, but okay. Yeah, Uh I'll I'll roll with it.
1: Roll with it. Were you a high school All-American? Yes. And you were out of what place in Texas? Garland High School. Garland High School. The Owls. Right? Garland Owls. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your coach then? Uh, At the time, it was... um, Zach, or uh, Joe Martin. Who was the big coach there? Was it Homer Johnson? Was he there or something? Well, Homer Johnson was our athletic director. But he was the coach at Garland back in the heyday in the 60s and 70s, right?
2: Correct. And then he was the athletic director. And then Joe Martin was the athletic director up until basically when I started to play. And then Jeff Jordan took over. Because Joe Martin became the coach at Allen High School. Okay. So he kind of... In the garland way we, we felt abandoned. I can see that. But he, he uh he moved on to better opportunities, you know.
1: So you were a high school All American and you got recruited by Barry Switzer? Was he there or was somebody else there at that time? No, that was Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops was there when you were yeah. at Oklahoma. Correct. And oh the quarterback was there. He was from Grand Prairie, wasn't he? Uh yes. Yeah, so Rhett Balmer was uh, also a quarterback. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Wasn't yeah. he from Grand Prairie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was an all American also, right? Yep. And y'all went to Oklahoma and change the world. We definitely uh, had a very elite recruiting class. Yep, and a high paid one, right? We were, we were not. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I got in trouble for getting paid, so
0: yeah. This is what's fucked up about the whole thing. Like now it's all legal, and Reggie Bush lost his Heisman, and, like, you saw they had a Netflix documentary on Johnny Manziel. Like, Johnny Manziel admitted to getting paid for playing. Johnny didn't lose his Heisman. So, like, why are we not going to give Reggie Bush back his? It's legal now.
1: I don't have any say in the Heisman stuff. But. Well, let's talk
0: Oklahoma. You're an
1: all-American. Eagle. How much would you have made in today's dollars, you think, on NIL? Because you were, like, the number one tackle in the country, right? Uh, yes. I was the number one offensive lineman out of the
2: state of Texas.
1: And so so that's big bucks
2: out of 116 division one schools. I got offers from 85. The only schools I didn't get offers from were from schools that I basically said, I'm not interested. So that, that, that kind of played out through like, do you want to go to Michigan? No, I have no connection to Michigan. My dad played football at TCU. Like, I got no reason to go to Michigan. So like Michigan's like, okay, fine. We don't need to give you an offer. <clears throat> so it was like schools like that, but like Baylor, Texas, Texas Tech, you know, A&M, all those like, I was originally gonna probably go to A&M and play for R.C. Slocum. And then that didn't work out cause he got fired. And then who, uh, who came in after R.C. Slocum? Dennis Frantoni. Franchoni said he doesn't like small offensive linemen.
0: Small. You were small
2: at the time. I was considered small. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like six three, three twenty five. Small. You know, he he wanted hogs. He wanted like
1: he was getting those six 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 seven guys. Yeah, that... he he wanted
2: big boys. So, um, <clears throat> whenever that all took place, I was like, okay, well, I'll because I, I have I have like. Multiple uncles that went to A and M, and uh, I thought A and M would be a good fit for me at the time. But then, like I said, once the coaching change took place, which was funny because nowadays you hear all this like media attention about how these coaches can just like abandon a program, yeah, and yet these kids are stuck with it. You know, like and and I go back like I don't. I don't necessarily understand the transfer portal in the last like four years five years mm-hmm. but i definitely understand it 12 years ago when the coaches could just bounce like you
0: know, lincoln riley did right
2: like lincoln riley did and he he just well no that's that's more recent
1: it's different now because they can take kids with them before your kid was stuck oh. yeah, yeah yeah
2: no 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 the lincoln riley thing was he he was able to leave get his contract and just
0: take as many people, Any, as he anyone he wanted, so yeah. he
2: so whatever. And that, what was that? Four years ago? Three years ago? Uh, I think three years ago. Yeah, I think you're right. So three years ago, he was like open season. Mm-hmm. He could he could take anybody he wanted from the OU roster. And what sucks for that is like Brent Venables is a guy that recruited me at the OU level. And so like when I was coming out of high school, Brent Venables was a guy that recruited me. I actually really like Brent Venables he's a great dude he's one of the few coaches that fought for me in the situation that I was in and he he got screwed uh Lincoln Riley just robbed that entire roster from mm. to my knowledge but again going back like five seven eight nine years you could be a coach that you could just bounce and like all these kids were just like there for you yeah and and i mean let me be honest like i'm calling them kids because i was a kid at 19 when i got uh the screws put to me at ou so like like don't get it twisted like i mean i went into multiple meetings with the ncaa where they did not allow me to have a lawyer they didn't allow uh, allow, they didn't allow due process because
0: why because they're the governing body and whatever they says goes they
2: said you signed a contract for uh a, con, you know, a, a you know, a, you know, a scholarship and you don't have these rights. Oh, what, what'd you get in trouble for then? I got in trouble for working at a car dealership. Um, and I was getting paid for hours that I was not performing.
1: So you weren't working, you were just getting paid. Correct. That's a damn good job to have.
2: It was a great job, but just so we're clear, I, I got paid $7,658 and 37 cents.
0: From the car dealership? Correct
2: for how long? That's the that's the punish. That's what I got paid. Okay. And they made me transfer to a Division One AA school for seven thousand for seven thousand dollars. Yet these kids are getting a million bucks.
1: Were you doing other shit you didn't get caught at though too? No. Or was it just seven thousand dollars? Is all you got? Seven
2: thousand bucks is what I got paid.
1: At a kid like you today at Oklahoma is making a hundred thousand two hundred thousand a year easy
2: I'm pretty sh don't quote me on this I don't know the answer because I'm not keeping up with it, but I believe their nil rules every single kid on the roster makes like
1: fifty grand
2: or something at
1: Oklahoma. I know the kids at SMU all of them get 36,000 a year. And yeah, so, and they can so, make so, more than that. So then so don't so no, I don't I don't know what the kids at OU okay. are
2: making, but but I I may I mean I got basically exiled
0: for 7 grand.
1: Right. Cuz the kids at I, I know I know the kids at SMU are making I think 36,000. What are tech kids making? They're making 24, aren't they?
0: Jeff, we we barely have a program at okay. this
1: point. Well, anyways, at Tech, they're paying something, too. All the schools do. But you take a kid like, well, uh, like you use a high school All-American. Somebody's going to be made more than $7,658 today. And the game hadn't changed. It's just the money's legal now. And the NCAA is as crooked as the UIL is in Texas. So I wouldn't
2: disagree with any of that conversation because after I got done playing football, I got cut from the Dolphins in '09. <clears throat> And uh, I got into a couple different things, uh, swimming pools in North Texas, and then I got into insurance for college athletic departments, and I dealt with college athletic departments all the time, and I looked at, like, what they were doing, and it's insane that they, like, it. <laughs> they can sit here and generate all this revenue, and they don't – and word this but if you if you take away the female sports yeah okay because the female sports like we can all be clear lose on money that. They, 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 they don't generate revenue no right? they bleed money they, they, exactly so like if you take title nine out which obviously we can't do um but if you were to subtract that from the spreadsheet you you have like very large sums of money that these you why, know,
1: why can't we take it out other than being politically correct, why can't we take it out? We're
2: not being politically correct. I think that Title IX is, it's going to be the death of college athletics.
1: Well, it would be if it wasn't for Division One football already. Yeah. So I mean, like, you're behind good. you that sign. You're good. The uh, like, I have a friend of mine that's a University of Tennessee alum, and he told me that the Title IX they had to go in there and build. Uh, I guess they put in crew boats. Those are, I think they're called crew. What is it called? The damn.
2: Yeah, it's it's called crew. Crew. Yeah. Those yeah.
1: those, those rowboats, I guess, is what you call fancy rowboats. And they had to build this big fancy place for them. Oh, because you got to make have a
2: housing facility for it. You right. got to have like all. So yeah, you you you're spending
1: millions of dollars.
2: And yes, yeah, so I was going to say hundreds of thousands,
1: but I'm sure it's millions for, for a fucking rowboat. Outside of Boston, Massachusetts, I've never seen anybody fucking doing them boats. No, for the fun. only
2: reason they're doing it is because they got they got to create.
1: Rolls for women. Yes, and and they have that. At Tennessee, they had to put one in. But I've never been. I travel a lot. Have you ever seen Bay Row in a fucking crew boat anywhere outside of Boston, Massachusetts? Other than a college? No. Other than
2: a competition? No.
1: No, yeah, nobody does. But they had to make this deal up. Women's volleyball, same way. There's nobody going go to go that game unless it's Nebraska. Which
2: applaud to nebraska they, yeah
1: they made it they made it into something
2: they made it fun yeah, yeah. Like got, their, their I,
1: football I, stadium burned up last night did you know that no it was illinois i think i thought oh. it was nebraska's
0: well i thought they were playing in illinois
1: no 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 there wasn't nobody playing the game the field just caught i
0: know off. but i think that they're playing in illinois this week oh okay but their football stadium caught on fire last right. night
1: right oh, I, I how I, the fuck I, did you burn down a I fucking football stadium with it's nobody all, in it's, it. all, it's all concrete that's huh? what i was right. wondering it's smoke billowing out of it and shit uh, well, things are bad for Matt Rule. They're just setting the fucking field on
0: fire now. They uh, after after Manziel, Man. AM raised seven hundred forty million dollars in donors, in donor money. And I mean, and Manziel didn't get, he wasn't supposed to get any any bit of it. But you know, I mean, that's just it's it's not fair. It's all stacked for Jeff. Doesn't think that colleges should they don't he, Jeff doesn't think that players should get paid anyway Let me, in college. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna because down here's what he that. says. Okay. here's what he says. You're getting a leg up. You can go anywhere in America and say, I played for Bob Stoops at OU, and you have a foot in the door. Whereas a normal kid from OU wouldn't have that. Okay, n- let me... I think we pay them. Right, pay him.
1: He- here's, here's my thoughts on that process. That is 99% what I think. I think that if you play football at Oklahoma, and JD graduates from Oklahoma and you play for four years and you win a national championship, whatever you do, and you get a job. It's going to open up doors for you. You don't have any college tuition. You don't. you have no college debt. You get to eat good, live good. You get all the pussy and fun you want to have in life. And then when you go to a do- job opening, they're like, "That's J.D. Quinn. He played it. Oh, you man, get him in here. We want him to work." That's my thoughts on the deal. Compared to the guy who's who, who, who's not on scholarship, that's having to pay his own way and struggling. He's got fifty thousand dollars debt when he leaves college. But I'm going to tell you right now, Andy. Since this big motherfucker sitting across from me, you want to call me out like this, you know? But anyways, that's my thoughts on that. So
2: i i will I will comment on. <clears throat> excuse me i got <clears throat> I got a tickle in my throat. I apologize.
0: It's West Texas dirt. Yeah.
2: Um. Thank God we're getting some rain though. Yeah. No shit. Um. I will say that there is a piece of me that believes. I mean I'm I'm thirty seven, right? So I graduated in oh eight. So we're talking shoot fifteen years ago, right? There is a piece of me that when the system was broken, I still came out ahead. And what I mean by that is I got a degree. And I and I definitely um, came out better than people that I know. But at the same moment
0: because of what
2: the expectations were from me, I got a worthless degree.
0: Because you you knew you had to carry a certain GPA, so you took fuck-off classes? Is that what you mean?
2: Not because I took fuck-off classes, because they scheduled me fuck-off classes.
0: Oh, oh okay. Like sports and leisure. So
2: I can tell you right now that while I was at Oklahoma, I didn't ever make
0: my schedule. One of your a- a- advisors made your schedule for you? Yes. So that you could pass and be eligible. Will they do that for everybody? What was
1: your major? Sociology. What would it have been if you'd have chosen a major? Business. business. But they didn't even give you an opportunity to do that. Never. That's bullshit for someone that's more. There's some dummies out there that they got to do stuff for, but someone that wants to take something should have that opportunity. Never given to me by Oklahoma. That's crazy. You know the kid that's from Tennessee that's at Arizona, their quarterback? He's got a degree in aeronautical engineering.
2: I was never given
1: the opportunity. That, that's that, that? so. I graduated from high school at Christmas, and I started at OU in December, or in January. Smart enough to graduate high school early, which back then was not easy, like it is I now. I was one of the
2: first people to sh- start this trend.
1: Yeah, and it's, that was hard back then.
2: I showed up to school on January twelfth, or whatever the what, twelfth or twenty fifth, whatever it was. And I literally like my parents drove me up to Norman got out of the car, walked up to the dorm rooms. I mean, I'd only seen the dorm rooms on a, on a visit. And they were like, there was nobody there. <laughs> I, wa- I walked in, I was like, hey, uh, JD.
0: <laughs> <laughs> supposed to have a room here. was this the was Bud like, Wilkinson area? Yeah,
2: yeah Bud, right, right across from the stadium. I, w- I walked in and said, I, I, is there, is, am I supposed to be called my O-line coach? Didn't pick up. Kevin Wilson at the time, who became the offensive coordinator, who went on to become the Indiana head coach, who then in some type of a classic um debacle became the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Very good coach, but also a, a person of interest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, uh I'm here. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Right. I'm like, JD. What? What? We're,
0: we're buddies, we're right? We're you're we're my like, coach.
2: Like, he's like, like, I, mean, I don't remember exactly the words he used. It might have been something less, less dramatic. You know, <laughs> dramatic, but it was. I was like, okay. it cut well, you. It cut yeah, you. Like they find, they found me a bed. And right. I'm, so
1: you're the, you're an all American, the number one rated offensive lineman in the state of Texas. You go to Oklahoma in a recruiting battle to get you there. And then the motherfucker goes, who are you? Who is this? Pretty much. <laughs> that was very humbling, wasn't it? No. That wasn't? No. No, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> what? Tell me about the recruiting day. What's the recruiting day like? Is it just a, a, a big blowout wherever you go? Like, are they showing you the best the campus has to offer? How many recruiting trips did you take as a high school kid?
2: Uh, fortunately, I come from a family that has some means, so we, we, I was able to go to like, different junior days and different stuff like that i wasn't like hard up for cash so we could we could like my dad played football at tcu so my first offer was from tcu so we uh we went to the tcu junior day and and did that and um they brought me in and my dad was with me and he was uh they were like hey we want we want to like they, they asked me like do you have any other offers and we said no And uh, they said, "Well, we want to make sure we're very clear. Like, we want to be your first offer that you have a you have a full ride scholarship to TCU." And so we, my dad and I, were driving back from Fort Worth to Garland, where we live. And uh, he definitely like stopped on the on ramp and just like had a little bit of of cry because in his world, TCU, yeah, Yeah, he was very emotional day. No, he and there was multiple reasons behind it because obviously it was his alma mater, where my mom went to. And then also just the idea of like, you know, at the time we're talking about a $250,000 scholarship. I mean, that's not, it's not joking matter of money. I mean, those those are legitimate words. Now, with that said, by the time we got home on Sunday, um, by Wednesday, I had 15 more (laughs) offers.
0: And is your dad like, fuck, here it comes. Yeah, like Iowa State
2: okay. came in, Texas came in, Oklahoma came or excuse me, not Texas, but uh, Oklahoma's, Oklahoma came in, Oklahoma State came in. Like it was just like, boom. It's like once one person offered, they were all like, oh crap, we got to get in front of this. Right. So.
0: Because um, there's this iconic picture of Gronk on his recruiting day. He went to OSU, hungover as fuck. Did he go Uh, to Arizona? He did, but I mean, you know, he took the, he took the trip to Ohio state. Ohio state. Is that what it's like? Like the next day? Like, is it a big party the night before?
2: Um, so you're, so what you're talking about probably here is probably what you call it. The visit. You call an official visit. Yeah. Um, so because, like I said, because my family had some money, we could afford to travel to Arkansas, travel to A&M. Do junior days, mm-hmm. do things like that, where we could put ourselves up in our own hotel. Like this, that, this stuff was not covered by the university, right? At the time, nowadays I think it is. Mm-hmm. Nowadays it's like game on. Like but you, your
1: parents were parenting is all they were doing.
2: Yeah, they were like, like, yeah, like my, my like I would go to, a, like an overnight um, camp at Texas Tech, where I'd stay in the dorms with. Two hundred other kids that were also there for football camp, Mm -hmm. and then my dad would just get a hotel and stay down the street. Right. So he'd drive me out there. I'd stay with the kids, do football camp, and then he'd take me home the next day. So a lot of kids can't do that. So it's like we were fortunate enough to have the ability. So so very quickly, like in the recruiting process, when I was like a sophomore junior. This is when I met Rhett Bomar. I met Adrian Peterson. I met all the big name talent out of the DFW market because we were we were going to the same
1: camps. Was A D in your same class? Yes. Okay. Well, what a recruiting class.
2: Woo. Oh, it was huge. So like the like I remember my recruiting weekend at OU when we took our all of our took all of us took our official visits. There was like sixteen of us. Damn. And it was like The only one that didn't go to OU out of that visit was the dude that went to LSU, the giant offensive lineman. He went to LSU. He was out of Louisiana. He went – I forget his name. But he's the only – every one of us, because we were sitting there at the table, like, (laughs) looking at each other, like, hey, if we all – like, I know you from the SMU camp, and I know you from this camp, and I know you from this – like, if we all got together – went to the same school mm-hmm. we got a shot it would be pretty problematic for everybody <laughs> else because none none of us were wanting to go to usc or
0: why not why not why don't you want to go to usc you got it's hollywood you got you uh, got beautiful women fuck that you know, it's, california. Well, it's, it's california back in the in fucking two thousand and what, uh, eight?
2: i think for me it was like um i didn't know about california right like i'm from garland yeah like, I, I only knew what I knew. You know what I mean? Like, I, like my dad's from LaGrange, Texas. My mom's from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They got together at TCU. Like, they didn't have any, like, crazy... We didn't do vacations that were, like... Like, we'd go down... Like, they had a timeshare where we would get, like, a week at a condo in Tyler, Texas
0: that was vacation (laughs) and
2: that was vacation and we we loved it it was great like i'd catch a catfish out of a lake
0: right oh this
2: is cool like yeah like we didn't know anything about hollywood or yeah like so when the idea like i remember my dad got mad because i turned down the official visit to notre dame he's like
0: why'd you do that (laughs) you gotta you gotta go to notre dame like looking back
2: because the official visits are totally different than the junior camps. camps right Right, the official visits—they fly your parents, they fly you, they fly everybody in. Now you still go away with the team guys, right? But your parents are put up, and they get to like—they're
0: recruiting mom and dad just like they are you,
2: no doubt. So, so at, tell
0: me about the official visit. Did you go on any official visits? Which ones did you go to?
2: Yeah, so I I did official
0: visits to OU, A um, and M. And is it just girls and booze at these things? That's what I'm getting at. Were the Crimson
1: and Cream Chicks the hottest chicks of all the colleges you went to? No. Whose was?
0: Um, Houston's?
1: Houston? Houston? No. Well, oh, I would I have never thought right. that shit. Seriously? No. Well, yeah. let's just say that... Uh, They're more fun at Houston, is what he's saying.
2: Uh, let's just say <laughs> Art Briles had a different perspective. Was Art <laughs>
1: head coach at Houston then when you got recruited?
2: Hold on, I should get better background of that um when i went to houston i was already in trouble at ou oh okay so that was after the fact so you got
1: <laughs> recruited by houston after you were leaving oklahoma
2: correct i would have never engaged
1: houston out of high school okay that's what that that's that's what threw me for a loop but art Riles is a damn good coach and damn good recruiter he had a good eye for talent
0: it's unfair what they're doing to him too though isn't it
1: Oh, I one hundred percent. But the bullshit that was bullshit what OU pulled on him the other day. Oh, I don't.
2: I don't Art Brows isn't in the wrong at anything, to my knowledge. He's doing everything everybody else is doing.
1: Did you see what happened to him at OU the other day? I did not. See Jeff Lebby's his son-in-law, who's the offensive coordinator at OU. After the game was over, with you know Jeff, after did I say something wrong here? No. But <laughs> after the game was over, Art Brows went down on the field, and they shunned him. And then they issued an apology to ever to everyone else because they had Art Brows there. They're embarrassed about that. There's a story with Jeff Levy here. I'm assuming <laughs> a good story. Clearly, I, I don't. I, I, I'm not going to put him on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play with him at OU? Well, he didn't play. Um, he had a back issue, but he got recruited by OU, right? Oh, he was there. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I got to fucking make a note of this. Talk to you (laughs) when we stop recording.
1: I I, I think
2: we maybe need to talk about this offline. (laughs) Okay.
1: I'm
0: going to make a note. We're going to circle back to this.
1: So, Jeff Lebby didn't play football at OU. He was hurt all the time, and he's our offensive coordinator. Lincoln Riley never played at Tech because he couldn't make the team, and they turned him into a coach. So, all right. Go ahead now. Just getting this all right.
2: Uh, That all seems to be accurate.
0: Yeah. So... You, but, but they're fucking Art Brows is what we were getting at earlier. Uh,
2: I think Art Browse got a bad rap sheet from Baylor. Um, he, he's, he's a good recruiter. He's a good coach. He's out there trying to do what he can do with the resources that he's been given.
1: And he made the most of the resources he was given.
2: And, and when we were in trouble, me and Rhett were in trouble at Houston, or at OU, when he recruited us down to Houston, he was very much like, guys, look, I will make whatever I can make happen, happen so he was like i will i will do whatever i can do cuz the ncaa was they were being vague they were being complete douchebags and they were saying like you know if you go division 1 you might have to sit out 2 years you might have to sit out 3 years like they weren't being clear on what exactly was going to take place because we got suspended or we got in trouble in like august yeah so like everybody was gearing up for the football season, so we we got we we didn't get a fair shake by any means. So like Art Browse is probably the, one of the only Division One coaches that truly recruited us because they were like we don't. I mean, they were like we don't we don't know if you can play right. Like yeah, like you guys are both ready to play like right now, but we don't even know if we can play you. So even after I transferred to Montana. Every week I was going into my SID's office and she was having to freaking phone it in and say, Can JD play this week? Can JD and and that every week, like we don't have a ruling. So then so then like they would fly up there and ask me a bunch of questions about Bob Stoops and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, I don't I'm not gonna talk to y'all.
1: So you got in trouble for
0: taking payments for a job. That was it. That's it. How did they prove that you weren't going to work? What happened there?
2: They had pay stubs.
0: And they just like checked to see if you were at work one day and they're like, oh, JD's not here.
1: I guess. I don't know. The car dealership had employed a bunch of OU football players (laughs) over the years though, hadn't they? A whole bunch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's where Brian Bosworth worked also, wasn't it?
2: I don't know the answer to
1: that. I think he did. I know he worked at General Motors because he wrote in his book about he used to go in there and unscrew, he'd take screws and put them inside the dashboards so it would rattle when someone bought a new car and they'd drive fucking people nuts. I thought, what a fucking asshole, but I think that's pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, in his book, The Boz. He talks about working at OU, or at DM. Yeah, but
2: he's like 20 years older. No,
1: no, 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 a lot older, but he worked and did, but I thought that was pretty funny.
2: No, I mean, I don't don't know how
1: much I can really say here. You can say whatever you want to. say whatever you want. Well, I'm sure you'd love for me to say whatever I want. Uh, Statute of limitations is up on everything. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's not like I found the job on my own. Yeah, they're not gonna. It's not like they're gonna come and make you not play football no more. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Those days are over. Yeah,
2: no, it's uh, there there was more more of us working there than anybody wants to admit. And the reason that we probably got in trouble was because there was too many of us, and they didn't want to ruin the entire team. They just wanted to ruin a couple of us.
0: How did they, how do you think that they picked you? Like, oh, JD's expendable. Like, I'll find another tackle. Like, why, why were you the guy? How many people, when, when all this came out, how many people got suspended?
1: Uh, three. You, Rhett, and who else? Some walk on. Were you the ringleader of all this? No. Were you the smartest one of them, though? Yes. Yeah.
2: But I wasn't the ringleader. Did, uh, Merv Johnson was the ringleader.
1: Merv Johnson. Did he, did he go, did he go somewhere else after? Oklahoma? Okay. He, he wasn't a player. Oh, he wasn't? No, he was the, the guy putting it all together then. Okay.
0: So he'd be like, hey, Jet, uh, J.D., Bomer, I got y'all jobs at the car, car dealership.
2: Go down go down and see so-and-so.
0: Right. Can you
1: tell us about the golf course, the golf games?
2: Have I told you about those already? Well, yeah, that's how I know. There were, there were some good golf
1: games. Can you, well, can you talk about it?
0: Well, I don't know. You're not
1: going to get nobody in trouble.
0: Oh. Here's the thing: is like, what's going to happen now?
1: Nothing.
2: They've already Oklahoma's fucking, been in trouble.
0: Now they're not in trouble no more. No, I mean the the,
2: the golf games were uh, they were more added benefits, I guess you'd say, like getting paid. Uh, we would get paid to play, and then we would gamble as well. So it was like kind of a. Were
1: you a good golfer? He's good enough to beat those saps. <laughs> <laughs> who was who was the guy they wanted to pay big money to golf with? Adrian or with uh, Red? Bomar. No, it's Bomar. Bomar. No, I'd bring Bomar. So you'd get the money and you and he'd get just a cut. Right,
2: Bomar got his fair share. Don't get it twisted. Fair, <laughs> fair share? Yeah, no, I wasn't a dick.
1: Well, I didn't say he's a dick. Well, I mean. He, you and Andy tried to box me in on here about <laughs> stuff. No, I mean. But you, got, but you was the one that got it together. Bomar was a really
2: great guy. Don't get it twisted. He just was not like, a. he wasn't a salesman. Right. He wasn't a closer. Yeah. Like, so like if, if, if somebody was like, Hey, like people would figure out, they figured out over the course of time, they're like, Hey, if you want to get to Walmart, you got to go through JD Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and not that it was like a negative
1: thing. It was just a, you were going to make shit happen. Yeah. Like if you,
2: if you wanted him to come to your, your company Christmas party, it was going to go through me.
0: And there was a fee associated with this? Well, hell yeah. So
3: it's
0: looking like $7,600 wasn't... Well,
2: that's what I got caught.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was alluding to earlier when you said just $7,600. So you got caught... $7,600 fucked your life up. All that extra side cash you were making, which was a lot more money, they never found out about it.
2: Well, we're still talking like peanuts.
1: What's peanuts? What would it cost to get Rhett to play golf with you? Oh, I don't know. Five grand? No,
2: no, 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 no,
1: no. Two?
2: Wait, no, 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 no. Like, pay for our green fees and five hundred bucks.
0: Oh, and five hundred bucks. So, that's yeah. still a pretty good deal, though. No. So it's I not. Know. It's not. Like, it, it's not a ten grand for golf. No, a golf, no, a golf, no, golf no, round. No, no. no what's no, Christmas? No. What's a Christmas party cost?
2: Uh, again, same, same. Like, but again, we're going out. We're drinking. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. Like, getting a car ride. Like peanuts. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like this UIL shit. This is fucking insane. What do you mean? These guys are getting paid a goddamn million dollars.
0: Pull, the, pull this closer.
2: These guys are getting paid a million dollars to go no, fucking I goof off with each other. Multi right. millions of Multi dollars. Multi millions of dollars. <throat> no, we were getting paid peanuts.
0: Caleb Williams has already said, Caleb Williams, quarterback at USC, has already said, I'll make more playing my, my senior, senior year, year at, at USC, USC yeah. And I will at, on a rookie In
1: deal. the history of football, there's never been a time where the guy that's going to be the number one recruit says, I think I may go back to college. And, there, and now Eli Manning could have because he had a lot of family money, so it wouldn't have mattered if he'd have waited one more year. But Caleb Williams, I don't know his family's background, but I don't think they've got enough money to pass up $15 million, but he's going to be making $20 million well, at the USC. Like the,
2: the, the running back for Texas, he, just, he passed up on like $9 and to come out. And Bijan? Bijan Robinson. Yeah. They, I, I read an article said he, he was they already had $9 million teed up for him. To and come back. To come back. And he, he's gonna, he was a, a first-round pick, right? So he, yeah. he's going to get a three-year
1: deal. It's going to be about $27 million bucks. Running back, he's a fool because he should have saved one because them NFL, them second contracts for running backs, that position, if you're a left tackle and you're good, go to the fucking NFL because you're going to make $30 million a year. But if you're a fucking running back. Well, that but that's changed in the last year. What, the running back money? Yeah,
2: that that they, they just got smart on that.
1: Yeah, the NFL's catching on them. Running backs ain't worth it. Well,
2: but now they're going to put a freaking deal into the – they're going to put something into the uh, bargaining agreement where running backs don't have that three-year
1: – But It's five years down the road before they do that.
2: No, I don't disagree with you.
1: Before they do that. What, what's crazy about running backs is, and I was listening to a deal the other day, Jonathan Taylor is going to finally come back in Indiana. He wants out of Indianapolis. He wants somewhere to go get paid. And someone said, if Indianapolis cut him today, who would sign him and who would give him $10 million a year? Nobody. Nobody's paying him $10 million a year. He's a fucking running back. Dalvin Cook was damn good, and he got $5 million. And that's probably the money that, that Jonathan Taylor's going to get. Nobody wants to pay that money. But, but if you're a left tackle and you get that money, you're going to get a $25 million contract.
0: But you can also understand, if you're a running back, wanting to get paid, though, right? I understand why they I want mean, to get paid. I mean, we just Chubb get his fucking leg broke almost in half, it looked like. There's
1: a market for everything. We no, also but, say Aaron Rodgers blows Achilles
2: out. People get hurt
0: every day. It's football. But the reason that they're paying the left tackle is because the only
2: person that makes money for the, the shield is the quarterback.
1: That's right. Right.
2: So, but I you mean let's call a spade a spade. Like I, yeah. My wife and I are trying to have kids. My kids, I'm not going to push to play football.
0: Not at all? Not at all. Because of what? Because there's no value in it. In football? Zero.
1: Unless you're a star.
2: In the opportunity, the the level of... I I went the distance. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. I tried. Wasn't tall enough, wasn't big enough, wasn't strong enough. Didn't make it. My kids are going to get degrees in engineering, medical,
1: lawyers... You want them to do something they're, and not rely on They're
2: not gonna waste their time shooting their shot into stupid shit. What if they want to though? Then I will support that. Yes,
1: that's that's what it should be.
2: Yeah. If they want to be the if they wanna do ballet, they're gonna be supported to be the best ballerina dancer in the world. That's
1: what it should be. As a parent, you but should But I school.
2: promise you my kids won't play tackle football. And,
0: and until ever? junior high. Until high school. Until high school. Period. Arch Manning did that. That's what they And my did. kid
2: and my and my girls won't play contact sports, period. Because they're girls. Because they're girls and they don't need to subject themselves to that. Like, none of the shit I went through will I put my kids through. But if they want to, what are you going to do then? They will do it on my scale. After high school, after this, after that. They will not be allowed. And when a parent in my town of Frisco, Texas says, oh, you're not going to let your kid play tackle football in middle school? I'm going to go, no, I'm not. And when they say something dumb, I'm going to be like, you're the idiot.
1: It ain't me. You know... There's a lot of guys that played pro ball that are that way. Lots of guys that I hear. You talk to a lot of people, and you ask me, yeah, if my kid wants to play, he, he's welcome to, but I, think I don't there's care a if my lo- kid I plays th- football. I
2: think there's a lot of value in team sports. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong on that. But there is zero value in tackle football before your
1: ninth grade. Nah, I, don't have, I can't argue that with you at all because there's not a valid argument for there, it.
2: There's zero value. I mean, Cause first, the number one reason why there's no value in it, because the coaching is is piss poor there's no good there's no good coaches in freshman level football (laughs) there's a lot to say to that too (laughs) so i i and i got a lot of friends that are freshman level coaches because you know why they're baseball coaches (laughs) they're baseball coaches and they coach freshman level football because they're not football coaches they don't give a shit about those kids I mean they, they yeah do they want them to like be hydrated and not get hurt? Sure. Totally. They don't like I I'm not saying they like wish ill upon a, a child, but I'm just saying they're not minded in the game of football. They they don't give a shit. So like my my kids will not play middle school or like these these stupid Facebook videos where you see these guys just doing tackle drills with 7th graders. Never never will my child be a part of that. Not doing the Oklahoma drill? Never. <laughs> even even in high school, if I see my high school coach do that, I'll be up their ass.
0: They say it doesn't. I mean, they said, like, with with the rise of CTE, like, it, the Oklahoma drill and a lot of that stuff will be a thing of the past We for too much longer. Me
1: and Andy know a guy who's got a kid that's in <clears throat> probably fifth or fourth grade. They travel all over to play football. This kid has the gene pool to never, ever... Play football at a level past junior high, probably at all. They spend all this money, and they're doing this and then that. That kid is is is, gonna, is peeking out when he's little, and he'll never have a chance. But it's like it's like someone. Shame on them. Yeah, if you, it, shame it, on it, them. It would be like me. Shame on them being built like me and thinking, you know what? Or my dad coming in and say, you know what? You could be the nick Shaquille O'Neal. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's 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 just that's the way it is. You know if,
2: what you can be though.
1: A doctor. You you can be a doctor.
2: You can do whatever. And you you, can be a lawyer. You can be an engineer. You can be somebody that's worth something. But banging your head into somebody else, it like I said, I've gone the distance on it. It didn't pay off for me.
1: The reality is not what everybody wants to be because and it's the same with uh, with travel baseball. You know what? What the the funniest thing about travel baseball is is there's a kid in the ghettos in Baltimore that's an athlete that's going to play football or baseball maybe in high school and he's going to get a chance to go to the minors. He's a raw athlete, and he's got a chance to play in the pros. There's kids at Dominican Republic and Costa Rica that play baseball all the freaking time. That's your pro baseball players that's going to be there. It's not that rich white kid whose parents are spending 50000 and but, a few of them will make it, but the chances are so th- – you know, but they build these kids
0: up, and then the kids get burned out by the time they're a sophomore in high school. You know what I saw? I saw uh, he was a uh, major league baseball. He was a manager, and he said the absolute best thing you can do for your kid – is to have him go outside with a broomstick and a little fucking ping-pong ball, throw it up in the air, and hit it with a broomstick. He said, fuck going, all to, going to all these travel baseball things. He said, you wonder why the kids in the Dominican and all these... Because they ain't got third, nothing. Well, they don't have anything. They he don't said, have
2: tees. They don't have They're anything. going out
0: there with a broomstick and a little bitty ball. They're throwing it in the air, and they're hitting it. And he said, that is what you need to do with your kid over here. Fuck all the other stuff. Get them doing that. And would you play, play sports? me in the morning.
1: Would you play football again if you'd have had it all over again?
2: No, none of it. No, I mean other.
1: I mean, I, I blame Oklahoma. I got a lot of friends of mine that play Division One football, and most all of them have told me the same thing.
2: I, I, I blame Oklahoma. They threw me to the wolves, and if I if that hadn't happened, I mean, when I was in when I was going into that redshirt sophomore year, I was Mel Kuyper's, like number one pick on the board. Which I wasn't eligible for, which is also a whole other fucked up NFL deal. Did um, you have to play what two years? You had to play three, three. three. So I, that would have been my second year, and so I had to play a whole another year to just even be draft eligible. So that was bullshit. But um, but just the fact that because OU kicked me out, I definitely went into a a, a very low spot in my life, and I I made some poor decisions. And that kind of put me into a place that was not successful. I mean, I was still successful, but I wasn't as successful as I should have been. And so I blame myself and I blame Oklahoma for that because Oklahoma was selfish and they, they scapegoated me. They did but, the same
1: thing with Brian Bosworth. With the steroids?
2: Yeah, but at least he got to, well, I can't say at least. I mean, he got to finish his career, so.
1: Well, he didn't get it, finish his OU career. Matter of fact, he had, to, he had to lie about a shoulder injury so he could be in that supplemental draft by Seattle, and Barry Switzer covered for him. Okay,
2: well, then then I don't know the facts. So, well, that, I, I, that, so I, I said that wrong then, so I apologize. No, uh, but
1: I think that – but but he was the same way, though. They they threw him under the bus on the same shit.
2: So I, I don't know that storyline, so I, I can't speak to that. But, I mean,
1: what they did to me and Rhett was
2: epically – catastrophically terrible
1: they thought they were going to get out of it and not get no kind of
2: I, and you know what the worst part was if i could go back in time i would have been able to burn them to the ground if i had known what i know now
0: you were going did you fall on your sword for them
2: oh 100 i mean i was told by bob stoops hand to mouth yeah if you open your mouth you'll never play college football again what a fucking piece of shit
1: i, I agree that's bullshit. Hey, he he fucking like 19, he brought, 20, 21 year old he, kids. He fuck brought
2: that. me into his office. No, I showed up to the freaking NCAA hearing with an attorney, and they said you can't have representation. Where's my due process?
1: Right. Yeah. They're not they're not a law. They said but
2: again, I was 19. No, no, I understand. I That's what I'm saying. They're taking Look, advantage of the city. I'm kids 37 years know. old now. Yeah. I, I would it, fuck them up yeah. six ways from Sunday yeah. now. Yeah, they don't have I any I would fuck them up. Yeah. I'd be like Wait, what'd you
1: say? Yeah. Oh,
2: wait, wait, hold on. Say that again. Hold on. Turn the video camera on. Right. Hold on. Like, I, I would fuck the NCAA up. Yeah, they. Did if that to they a lot did of people. what they did to me on the sto- uh, on the on the steps of the fucking courthouse,
1: and and today they're not. And then the
2: fact that they dr- they flew to Montana multiple times to try and get me to confess to something after I was like, I'm not going to give you
0: anything. When, when you. Why were- didn't your attorney know? Like, no, we're not doing this. Like My attorney wasn't allowed in the room. I know that, but why did why why didn't he give you like good? Because we be thought
2: alive? we still had a chance. Because right. I still had the coach's support. I still had right. Kevin right. Wilson, Brent Venable's. I still had their support. Like we can get you through this. We'll right. talk to Bob. We'll talk to the president. We'll, we'll we'll and then it turned into a bigger thing because there's too many of us working at the car dealership. There's too many of us doing that Like then it turned into a thing. Like shit, we can't help you. Right. And all of a sudden, I was like. Wait
0: what? What? Wait a second. You like, said wait, you couldn't. Wait what? Yeah.
2: And they turned the, f- not and this is not OU's oh, issue, but like the city of Norman, they cut my. Fu- I own a house in Norman. They cut my fucking electricity off. They cut my fucking water off. Really? The reporters were sitting on the fucking front yard. Like I was basically kicked out of the state.
0: What are do you doing the time that that all this shit's going on? You go back home to Garland?
2: Fuck no! I was getting recruited by everybody else.
0: Oh. So everybody wants JD.
2: This is when Houston calls. This is when SFA calls. This is when, like, uh, 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 Joe Glenn from Wyoming calls me and says, "Hey, would you come to Wyoming?" I go, "Well, fuck! I don't know where I can go. The NCAA is not giving me any information. They won't tell me what I can and can't play. They won't tell me a goddamn thing." Mm
1: -hmm. So you went to Division Two because Division One schools could not sign you because they afraid. So you would have got to go. You had your. You would be a, able to cherry pick wherever you wanted. I had a full ride
2: one. to LSU, and they they were like, "We'll even pay for you to just play your senior year," but you got to sit out for two and a half years.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit deal.
2: But the NCAA
1: wouldn't answer the question, right? Of I've never understood. I've sit. never understood where they get their power at, other than the money well, they're, deal.
2: They're, they're, guess what? They're about to fucking lose their goddamn power, let yeah, me they tell are. you exactly how that fucking going to go down. So the. Big 12, or excuse me, the Big 10 and the SEC is about to take the fuck over, and they're going to go, hey, we don't need you. We're not going to give you $100 million a year. You're complete fucktards. <laughs> all right, we don't need you. You can run these little fucking podunk conferences if you choose to with all these women's sports, and that's exactly what's going to happen. I agree. And I, I used to sell insurance to college athletic departments, and I talked to different athletic departments where they were literally like, shit, the NCAA is about to get fucking burned to the ground. Yeah. They're, like they're, the only reason the NCAA is going to exist any longer is for women's sports. Yeah. And guess what? That's only going to last for about five or seven years. Nobody gives a shit about girl sports.
1: Period. That's, about, that's exactly. Unless you're an Iowa basketball. Or Nebraska volleyball or nothing?
2: Nope nobody st- nobody gives a fuck about that either. They, 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 like the Nebraska volleyball thing is a great it's a great coup. Love it, totally eat it up. Love it, love six foot white chicks that can jump. Fucking love it. Okay, let's call a spade a spade. If you were to take away that promotional shit, nobody would give a damn about Nebraska volleyball.
1: But what if they did a video like the? Iowa volleyball girls did. No, it was Wisconsin. Was it Wisconsin? Did you see that? I didn't see that. Oh, you they, didn't see that. Oh.
0: Evidently, whenever you win a big game in volleyball, you go into the locker room and fucking flash your tits to everybody and they take pictures.
1: And they, their pictures all leaked of them all naked. Okay. Well, that would be great.
2: <laughs> it was. That good was, looking women. That would, uh, th- those are beautiful women. But, yeah. I mean, they're, they're younger than me, but it is, what <laughs> it is. But But my point is nobody gives a shit. About girls athletics, Title Nine is the detriment to college athletics. What Title Nine is going to cause the failure of college athletics, because these big programs cannot funnel enough money to support with the way these these systems have gotten into a place where they're the ACC is now supporting Stanford and these these West Coast schools like. The girls' volleyball team cannot support that.
1: No. Like, what do you think then? On the, on the same lines as this, <clears throat> college basketball for men, because most of those school, most so college baseball, most of those schools, if it wasn't for football, they wouldn't have college baseball or, or basketball. Because when during the COVID years, remember they were going to shut down the NCAA for fall. The NFL was going to play, and the NCAA wasn't going to play football. And those directors, athletes, like listen. If we don't play sports this year and have football season, we won't have anything else. We'll be broke. What we'll file bankruptcy? Every college will athletically, they don't have enough money. You'd lose them football contracts, you don't play football and stuff. But all that money also pays for them the spring sports for guys. How many baseball teams in college right now actually make a profit? Zero. Yep. That's right. Zero. Yep. And no,
2: that, that but that but that that's beside the point. The point is there's there's so don't quote me on these numbers but i to my knowledge i believe you know using the university of texas or the university of oklahoma they have an annual operating budget of like 350 million dollars. 150 to 200 million of that comes from football and men's basketball
1: probably 150 of the 200 million comes from men's football uh, agreed there's not much coming in from basketball no no agreed because when they do the the realignment in college bat or college sports like they're trying to get conferences nobody's going after fucking kansas nobody agreed and and kansas is a basketball school. Agreed. duke's the same so, way
2: so you have a you have a 300 dollar or 300 million dollar budget 200 million of it's funded 100 million of it comes from the university it's just that simple so two-thirds of it is comes from the football program basically Two thirds comes from football and men's basketball, whatever you want to call it. Right, and and girls' basketball might make two million bucks,
1: but that cost them four million to play.
2: (laughs) It's very unlikely, but it is what it is. And and again, these numbers are just off the top of my head from my contacts of people that I know over the years that are athletic directors that I've sold insurance to that I've done different things with, and been like, why do you guys tolerate this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like the University of Montana added a women's softball team and they added a stadium and they bought real estate and they did all these things. I said, why have to, we had to because we, we had to match title IX numbers. It's just like, and don't get me wrong. If I lived in Missoula, Montana with my wife, I would have season tickets to the girls softball games. Because I actually enjoy girls' softball. It's an hour long game, an hour right. and twenty minute game. It's fast paced. Outside
1: of college or pro baseball or pro football and college football, it's my favorite sport. I, I watch the I'd World pref- pref- Series. It's I'd,
2: great. I'd prefer to. Oh, I watch the women's college yes. World Series all day long. It's great. Oh, I I would prefer to go to that than the friggin' football game because it's a, it's an hour and twenty minutes. You could take your kids. You could take your Loved ones, you could sit there and get a bag of popcorn and a soda, and you're like, boom, boom, boom. There's action. I love it, but
1: nobody gives a shit. Nope. I always watch Guess Who's Straight and Who's Gay when I play. Watch it.
2: Well, that's a whole different <laughs> game. I, I, I'll remove myself from that game. But but you understand what yes. I'm saying? Like it it is like a game. Like it's it's there's action. There's there's competition. There it's fast paced. It's a good game. Yeah, but like these these like schools that have like girls swimming and stuff like that it's like you literally are just here to fix the football team and then you have all this stuff going on with these like guys that are girls and the training factor yeah the training factor which is like comp- like how we've gotten so com- completely fucked up on this is just comical
1: because people like you aren't making decisions and we got some well because we got like some we don't
2: waste our time going running for
1: office no but that's true but we also are being governed and the, the nerds people are import, making the rules the people that got their ass beat at dodgeball are the one making all the rules now
2: yeah because they they, they got all their p's and q's and 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 guys like me show up to the election and
0: go that's fucking stupid yeah that's that's dumb would you let your daughter <laughs>
1: swim in a meet if there was a guy there swimming against her, I never. would tell my daughter no. And if the girls would do that shit, that
0: would all end at one time. I don't know why they, more of them don't do that. Yeah, if the NCAA, well, the, the, meet, mo-
2: the movement is coming. Like the girls, that they're getting it. Like yeah. I, I, based upon my social media, they're getting
1: it. Riley Gaines has been Riley good for Gaines the girls. is a bomb.
2: Yes, she is just she is just tearing it up. Yep, I love it. But, I hope she never puts the microphone down.
1: If, if but if all them girls would come up and they all get on the. If you go if, and said fuck it, we ain't swimming. Let let the guy with the anchor swim by himself. If if maybe be the end of it,
2: if I have a daughter, which right now I just hope to have a child, let alone a boy or a girl. But if I have a daughter and she has to compete against a boy, a biological boy, that'll be one hundred percent not happening.
1: Yeah, it's a bullshit deal.
2: Like I don't care if I'm like, wait, what? Y'all agreed to it. Y'all, uh, no, I don't care. My daughter's not participating. Your event is over. Right. Like it, it will never happen.
1: What? Where are the women's rights groups at on this? Because you would think they're they're the ones watching these men well, beat they're, women. They're and not they women's rights
2: groups because they're not involved with the women. No, because the women because they're ruining women's sports is what they're doing. So it's it's comical. It doesn't it doesn't add up.
1: No, it's it, 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 it. We're at a place in America that I never thought we would be, and nobody would ever think about that.
0: Let's, I think I found some numbers, and we're gonna. This is just for. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll kind of go through this together. Hundred ninety well, million. <clears throat> there's football. They made a profit. The University of Texas made a profit of almost a hundred million dollars on football. Men's basketball eight. made a profit of eight million. Baseball, they lost hundred grand, not terrible. Uh they lost almost a million bucks on golf and rowing for women they lost 1.7 million. Soccer for women, million and a half. Softball they lost a million 1.1. 1, 1. 1. Uh they lost you put fucking swimming and diving together, they lost 3 million on that. I mean
2: shit, go go to go to Minnesota. Right. Go to Minnesota.
0: Yeah, Minnesota. Try to find them.
2: Minnesota has more sports. Minnesota has more sports than any other school in the country.
0: But that's they, just. Te- I mean, it, you, you know you're say, right.
2: Texas, Texas is losing a million dollars at every female sport.
0: Yeah, and men's
1: sports other than basketball and football. Even they lost a hundred thousand in baseball. Uh, Their golf lost a million fucking bucks. You're down. All them guys they've track. put on the PGA tour. You think some men fuckers would chip in a little bit?
2: Well, but you know what? Guess what? Nobody gives a shit because guess who graduated from Texas?
1: All the big stars? No, the golfer. No, that's what I'm saying. All the big golf stars are from Texas. Well, but who's the big one? Speeth Oh yeah, I don't. And or whatever. I don't know much. I don't. But Texas has three or four guys playing on the tour that are very competitive and good.
2: That's what I'm saying. So you can tolerate you could tolerate a million dollar loss when you got people putting out big ass numbers that will wear a fucking Longhorn hat once in a while. Nobody gives a shit about a
1: girl swimsuit. (laughs) No. How about how about WNBA? If it was not, <laughs> if it was not for the NBA, there wouldn't even be a WNBA. What? And those and those women up there are so fucking stupid. Now they're wanting charter planes for them. Fuck you. Do something that makes a profit. Just cancel the whole goddamn league. Exactly. Oh but if it wasn't for the NBA subsidizing them, subsidizing there wouldn't even be a them. WNBA. Which,
2: which here's the deal. I'm fine with that. If if the NBA is willing to say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna subsidize fifty five million dollars a year. So that the girls can have a WNBA. Great. Because here's the deal. They're making plenty
1: of damn money. They're not getting none of my money. I don't Mm -hmm. go to NBA games. You couldn't pay me to go to NBA
0: games. Here's the University of Minnesota. We got men's football. We got uh, basketball. Everything else is a loss for the guy's side. And then for the women, there's nothing that turns a profit. Not a fucking thing. Matter of fact, I wish. Did women's you, did
1: basketball.
2: You, did, you, did you search that thing and that there was going to be a different fucking result? <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> no, there's no different result. I'm telling you, Title Nine is the death of fucking college sports.
0: Fuck it, they, lost. It,
2: it, they thought it was going to be like, oh, okay, cool. No, it's going to be the fucking death. We literally are just losing our ass on women's sports.
1: You know whose fault it is? It's women's. Women make up over 50% of our country, but they don't even want to watch that shit on TV. They don't. Because if women tell, if women watched it, the numbers. Yeah. If women watched it, then motherfuckers wouldn't be broke. But my, they don't watch a shit either. My wife won't even watch fucking men's sports. <laughs> yeah. But but I mean women do not follow women's sports either. No,
2: nobody no. I don't I couldn't tell you. Uh, other than the fucking girl that took the weed to Russia.
1: Oh Brittany right, Griner, that's
2: and the only girl you're, you're
3: using.
1: Girl, pretty loose there. I think she's got an Adam. No, Zappel she and the definitely
2: penis. has a fucking set of nuts. <laughs> yeah, but like she's the only chick that I can tell you is a women's athlete. I can't tell you a track star. I can't. And honestly, track would probably be the only one I'd fucking want to watch.
0: Yeah, with the suits.
2: No, because they're you pervert. Get
0: away. You're not above <laughs> me, JD. I know why you're watching track.
2: <laughs> okay. okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to hit pause on that one because I <laughs> actually don't give a shit about that. But yeah, like women's sports, like basketball, uh, I can't even think of another sport.
1: I do think the basketball girls game is a more pure game like it used to be without all the traveling and all that other shit. But I'm not watching any of it because it doesn't interest me because I don't want to watch basketball anyways.
2: Well, and they can't make an eight-footer.
1: Yeah, I just I don't enjoy I don't. I didn't enjoy basketball in the first place. I mean, let's
2: be clear. I've I've dated a lot of women that can't even cook a chicken. So I mean, fuck. If they can make an eight footer, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's let's t- let's go back to OU for a minute. So you was, you was in the recruiting class with Adrian Peterson. Back. Go what, back. What, what was circle back? <laughs> what 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 was he like? Because he was a man child coming out of high school. Oh, he was unbelievable. They say he could went straight from high school to the pros. Yeah,
2: yeah. He 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 would uh he would run backwards while we were running sprints and talk shit that good athlete yeah he was comical
1: and his dad if 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 from what i know is his dad was in prison right yep and that was part of the recruiting process to get him not to go to texas was what they guaranteed they'd fix it where his dad could watch every one of his games i don't know the answer you don't know
2: if
0: that's yeah, true yeah that is I, the deal cuz coach o has uh i'll pull up a video I,
1: I
2: i am not privy to that information i don't i don't know that
1: did he work did he play golf tournaments with you guys mm mm-hmm. mhm he didn't hang out with y'all then much. No,
2: we didn't hang out with Adrian.
0: Uh, I mean, we
2: worked out with Adrian, but we didn't hang out with Adrian.
0: Hang on a second. I, I,
2: I, I Any deal that they made with his dad or I anything think, like that, I, I, I was not pretty. I,
1: I watched a video on it, I think, also, where one of the coaches said that was part of the recruiting process to get him – I'm, I'm no,
0: let me see.
2: I'm not going to say that that's not true. I'm just going to say
1: I don't have any information. I mean, he was a big time recruit to get him there.
2: He was a huge time recruit.
0: Let's see if I can find the video. But basically, Coach O. Who's Coach O? Coach Orgeron,
1: the one that was at LSU that won the national championship a couple of years ago. Yeah, but he wasn't
2: a real coach at the time we were getting recruited.
0: He was a recruiter at the time. For who? For OU. He was trying. Or no, 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 no. For um, Texas. He might have been USC. He was trying to get Adrian Peterson. I'm trying to find the fucking video
2: right now. Yeah, no, Just I I, I do I do know that there were some promises made to like, hey, if you stay around Texas, Oklahoma, like your dad will be able to watch you.
0: Yes, that's some, why he some, went.
2: Yeah, something like that. Like he if he went to USC, it would have been problematic yes. for his dad to be able to watch. But again, again, I I'm not privy to any of those conversations. I didn't hear those. I didn't know those or anything like that but
1: let's go back to you getting a bed that first day so you show up you knock on the door you get in the bud wilkinson deal and they give you a room was it was it do they treat you like king there at all the time food and everything or is were you just a college kid I was just a bitch at that point you're just a bitch at that point why, why weren't you at work out this morning that's what it was about then they stayed on y'all's ass all the time. Then.
2: Uh, 24-7.
1: Yeah. A buddy of mine played at Tech and told me, he said it, he would much rather have just went to college and joined a fraternity than to go through all of that. And he said, I love playing football. He said, it was fun. I had great memories. But he said, if I did it all over again, I'd just go to college, uh, go in a frat, and go to be a college student. I would have rather gotten a good degree, paid for it myself,
2: and been in a frat. No, that's what he said, too. He 100. said, I'm telling you. Right. And not had CTE. Right. You now, think
0: you have CTE?
2: I don't think I don't. I don't, don't think I think don't. I think you
0: don't. What symptoms do you think you have? Right now? Uh, fucking
2: memory loss, blackouts.
0: Blackouts?
2: Oh, really?
1: yeah. And you're 37? Yeah. That's when it starts really getting to for the guys. Is that... there
0: anything that they can do now? I mean, we're 10 years into kind of researching this. Is there anything that uh, can...
2: Allegedly, the only thing they can do is once you're dead, you donate your body, which I've already, right.
1: I've already signed it up for.
0: You have? You know, Junior Seau, that's
1: what he, um, they said after he committed well, he suicide. shot himself. Yeah, he fucked up the whole brain situation there for yeah, himself. She shot himself in the heart. You can't shoot yourself in the fucking head. No, and not get much out of that. There was another football player that died that committed suicide recently, and they said he was ate up with it. I can't remember who it was.
0: They do, can't they? Is there anything like brain scans or anything that they can do to see if there's any part of the brain that's not firing like it should? Apparently, I, I
2: again, you're, you're asking me the wrong question. I'm not a doctor, but. Apparently, yeah, you, you, they gotta, they gotta like crack your skull before they can see the swelling
1: and stuff like that.
0: I think Antonio Brown—that's what his problem is. Well, they've said like even high school kids, like it's up to almost thirty or forty percent of like kids that played high school football have a, some case of CTE. Which is why my kids won't play high school
1: football. What's amazing though is this is just something new in the last thirty years that we're dealing with. All those guys that played back in the day in the 50s and 60s that did Oklahoma drills from high school days on with a little fucking plastic ale helmet that wasn't worth a shit, you would have thought that there'd be a lot more of it then, but for some reason there's not that we know of. And I wonder why. You realize that
2: football won't exist in 50 more
1: years. You don't think so? I think it will, but I think it will be a different game. They're already trying to make it safer, and they've got some new helmet stuff coming out, but it's not getting the youth... It'll it'll that exist. Used to. It'll
2: just in the pro level because that's billionaires playing fantasy football, but in the school level, it
0: won't. You don't think high schools and stuff will have it in fifty years? No. So how? But how will there be like anybody to choose from at that level? They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Okay, here's Coach O. I just found you him.
3: This is a true story. We go we go down to see Adrian, me and Pete, and uh, his mother ran track, and I think it was a wonderful lady. And Adrian and I had a great relationship. He loved Pete Carroll, but I felt like he and I were very tight. One time he says, Coach, I uh, went to this school. He says, Coach, I want you to follow me. I couldn't, I couldn't drive with him. We went 30 miles. I said, I didn't know where we are going. We stopped at this little country store and he bought a gingerbread cookie. I couldn't buy it for him for supper. And then we went to a basketball game. And we sat in the, sat in the, in the gym, and I said, what are we doing? He said, you see that guard right there? I got to play him next week. Coach to come to Scotland. How about that? <laughs> then he, I said, well, Adrian, what is the key to getting you here at USC? He says, Cultural well, Bob Stoops. My dad is incarcerated, Bob Stoops won't see him. Well, me and Pete Carroll tried to go get him. And to go see him, they wouldn't let us in. But Adrian said, Coach, my dad is be able to watch my games where he's at.
0: Well, if I go to Oklahoma. I tried to get the guy transferred to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you tried to get
2: Adrian's dad? dad.
0: Okay, I've heard this story before. <laughs> he tried to get his dad transferred transferred
2: to, from Texas prison to Los to Angeles, California,
0: somewhere so that he could watch the sun play to get him. But that's the that's the length that they'll go to get this oh 100. eighteen 18-year-old kid.
1: Oh, 100%. Recruiters are the sleaziest people that you've dealt with.
2: Um anything involved with college athletics is the sleaziest person I've ever dealt with. I've heard, I've heard that all from just a lot empty of times. promises. Um You guys have kids, right? Yeah. So eight, eight, and five. Okay, so if you want your child to do something, what do you do?
1: Tell them to do it.
2: And if they give you pushback, or if they don't agree with what you want to do, what do you do? Do you lie to them, or do you just do it for them?
1: Do you mean trying okay. to get them to do stuff and give them discipline if they don't do what you're supposed to do? But okay. but we reward them for things.
2: Okay, so. He's just trying to get a child to do something he wants to do.
0: Right. Right.
2: Like it just, it's, it's that simple. Like recruiting is that simple. You deal with kids from the ghetto. You deal with kids from bad situations. It's just that simple. Like they're just trying to get you to do what.
0: Because they know you're already dead. A lot of kids from the ghetto, like they know you're desperate.
2: You're already a douchebag. Right. They're just trying to one up you. You,
1: you know, uh, another thing that's always thought was kind of interesting that today, in today's woke world, I don't know how it works, but the Crimson and Cream girls. At Oklahoma, every college has got a group of girls it takes, and I'm trying to say this nice way, entertain the kids of football recruits. And I'm sure there's all kinds of things going on that a lot of moms and dads probably don't want to know about, but it's life, and that's what happened. I wonder in today's world if that happens like it did back in the seventies and eighties. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that you also were a lot of those deals with the recruits and stuff. And they had the young girls there trying to get the guys to go to school there. Well today, boy, that's really a huge deal. You can't get girls to do that no more, but you know what happens? I don't know nothing about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, we're going to start wrapping up here cause they're going to have dinner ready for you here in just a second. What was it like going from 17, 18-year-old kid, and then now you're in the room with all these giants in the workout room? Were you just ready to put in the work? Like you're just do whatever it takes to, to be the guy on the team?
2: you talking about when I was 18,
1: 19?
0: The first year you come into OU. That first weekend,
1: after that first week of when you went to the weight room the first time at OU and you were a freshman.
0: You're oh. just ready to put in the work and, and get the spot or what? I was ready to put in the work but I wasn't qualified.
2: <laughs> Why? Cuz so I was a fucking 17-year-old. <laughs> you weren't you weren't allowed to work out. Oh no, I I was required to work out. I just wasn't good enough. Right. You were still I mean so it was very uh How much overwhelming? Weight, how much weight did they put on you that first year? Well, I I came in at like 270 and I ended up playing
0: at 315. Cuz I've seen pictures of you from when you played at OU and like you had necks on necks.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I was informed to gain weight. When you first come up here 15 years ago, the first time you done home with us, you were a lot. You was a big, big, big man. I was a large human. Yeah, you are. Do
0: large. you feel better now that the weight's off? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just the joints and everything. And no, I still, I
2: still have. I'm still broken. But
1: <laughs> you bet you don't feel as bad. What you played for the Dolphins? What well, you went I to the tryout? Right? I can't yeah. say I
2: played. I I got cut.
1: Was Jimmy Johnson the coach then?
2: Uh, no, it was uh, Span- Spagnolia. 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 He, look at that. He, he died. Look at that guy.
0: Don't even look the same guy. Yeah, he used to be bigger. Just a fucking... Look at the neck on you. It goes outside your ears. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh,
1: what was the pro football experience like for you?
0: Uh, it was... It
2: was fun. I won't... I won't. Say it wasn't. I mean, it was definitely a learning experience by all means. It was, uh, you know, Jake Long was there, and uh,
0: who was that fucking guard?
2: Jake? Oh, the guy that got Incogn- in trouble
0: for being, uh,
1: yeah, Richie Incognito. No, 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 before him, I,
2: I got cut before him. It was, uh, who was. Uh, I don't know, there was like four, four what, or five of us. What
0: year is it, like 2000? 2000...
2: I got cut in 09, so it would have been an
1: 08. Was Zach Thomas there then? No. Um, well, he might, he might.
0: I'll see if I can find it real quick.
2: No, it was, uh, <clears throat>
0: I think his name was Zach.
2: Him and another couple of guys got signed. The big contracts like 30 million dollar contracts. Is it Smiley, Smiley. Justin, Justin Smiley, Justin Smiley. Yeah, so it was Justin Smiley, and I had uh, uh, the guy from Michigan. What was his name? Uh,
0: I got Jake Long, Justin Smiley, Saddle, sadella yeah, and Nduque, and yeah. Carrie. So we
2: hit, yeah, and Carrie, Vernon, so Carry. These guys had like big ass contracts, like. Sixty million, fifty-two
0: million, thirty-eight million. I was like,
2: "Shit, doesn't matter
0: if I outplay them at all. I'm not
2: getting to make this
0: team because of the money that the organization oh, yeah. had tied Cause, up cause in them.
2: Because you got to think about your. Uh, you, you, they only have so much money, right? Right. So it's like once they've got guaranteed contracts, you're like, "Well, shit." So I'm over here just like practice <laughs> squatting it up. I'm like, "Shit, I don't." i got to get paid. Damn thing.
0: <laughs> how big is just how big is Jake Long? Six uh, seven three fifteen when he played.
2: He's bigger than me. Is and that Howie long son? Yes. No. 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 Oh, no. That's a different different,
0: different Long
1: family. Different. He had two. I he had and, two kids that played pro football.
2: No, that's Howie Long. I mean, that's Howie Long. That's yeah. That's it's, Jake Long. No, Jake no, Long's no. from Michi- Michigan.
0: Who were Howie Long's boys? The um, uh, uh, I can he, see his face, Jake. Um. Uh, I thought it was Jake Long. They, they came out the same year. No, might I, think, be... I think it is Jake. I think Long. it is Jake. It's, I think not, it's, two not same,
2: it's not the same guy, though.
0: Okay, different Jake Long. Jake okay.
2: Long that I'm talking about was the first pick.
0: Okay. Yes. From
1: came out of Michigan,
2: Michigan, first pick to Miami as a left tackle. And he's a freak.
0: Do you have to go one-on-one with these guys? Yes. In drills? Yes. Is that humbling? Like, God, you
2: know. Uh, humbling to the effect that um, I'm a bitch.
0: Really? <laughs> that bad. That <laughs> bad.
2: Uh, yeah. Cause
0: I mean, like, here's the deal. There's 30 people out here. You can move every single one of those people today, right now. Uh, um, and then like Jake not, long, not them. And then Jake long gets here and you're like, Oh, what the fuck am I doing uh, here?
2: Agreed. Agreed.
1: So it's very humbling. Then
2: I wouldn't say it's humbling. I walked in knowing I was not going to be able to move them.
1: So, <laughs> so you just hoping to make the team and get a practice squad job. Is that what your deal was?
2: I was hoping to not have to fist bite too many people in the locker room.
1: <laughs> Were their fist fights in the locker room?
2: Oh yeah.
0: Why? Making trying to make a paycheck.
2: Uh have you ever seen grown men trying to make a paycheck?
0: They just fight in the locker room? Listen, I've watched hard knocks like six years in a row. I've never seen the fights in the locker room. They're there though? What starts what is it like prison? What starts these off?
2: Well, I've never been to prison.
0: Yeah, you've been to an NFL locker room, so maybe it's close.
2: I would think an NFL locker room is more violent than a prison.
0: Whoa, you think so?
2: I, I, I have no justification for that, but.
0: So what would be what would be grounds for a fight in an NFL locker room?
2: Uh fuck you. That's it. That's it.
0: And we're going. Wow. You would figure like they'd have like a bouncer or something in here. There's shit. Yeah, there ain't no
1: big bouncer gonna break. There, there, like there's a lot. Of, up. There's
0: a lot of money tied up in in these guys out here. You don't want them fighting in a locker room. That's
1: what the
2: billionaires want.
0: They want y'all fighting. They want us to figure it out. Figure it out in the locker room.
2: Guess what? I'm stronger than you. You're a little bitch. Right? Mm-hmm. They want us to figure that out. They don't want to have to figure it
0: out. Oh, I see. Figure it out in the locker room, and then it kind of sorts itself out. That makes sense.
2: If homie's bloodied up, can't practice tomorrow, then... How hard is it to make that cut? That's
0: true. Never thought of it that way. What's it like?
2: And I, I'll be honest. The most violent dudes are the DBs.
0: Really? Oh, fuck yeah. Why?
2: <laughs> they're more athletic. Oh. <laughs> and they're more violent.
0: <laughs> just quick like, as shit. Just. <laughs> you go. I got hit four times, and I don't even know what happened. Four? <laughs> More than that? Try forty. Oh Jesus! When, what? What are the quarterbacks doing when all this is going on? Just sitting oh, back and no. playing golf, counting their money?
2: Nobody touches a quarterback.
0: Never. <laughs> I got a piss. Go ahead. We can. What time is it? Uh, seven twenty. We got, let me see what time
1: dinner is. We might be just about done. They might be ready for dinner first.
2: us. Nobody touches a
1: quarterback. You Ever. I
0: mean? Not even in the locker room. <sighs>
2: quarterback has
0: to start it. And the quarterback's not going to. He's No, much, he's pussie. not going
2: to start it. He's a pussy. kidding
0: me? He's a pussy. He's not a pussy. He just knows his value. No, he's a pussy. Well, call it what it is.
2: I agree. I don't, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, gotta
0: <laughs> I Can't stupid. <laughs> Can't fix stupid, he said. Horak <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back to the fights. Scoot, scoot up
1: that ball. You're fixing to knock that deal off the wall. And you're
0: away from the microphone.
1: And you gotta come out by the mic. Oh,
0: okay. There you How go. How many fights did you win in the locker room? How many fights did you lose in the locker room? Oh,
1: I didn't
2: lose any.
0: None. No. Not a one. No. Now listen, we got friends here, so I don't want you embellishing Good the stories. For seconds. Thirteen. All right.
2: Well, that's that's my new rule. What? Uh Thirteen seconds.
0: 13 seconds. I don't understand.
2: Uh, uh, I can be the most violent person you've ever met in your life for 13 seconds.
0: Oh, now that I agree with.
2: And after the 14th second, you can beat me up. (laughs) 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 But for for 13 seconds, I will make you absolutely... You you will go back on everything inside of your entire existence and go, what the fuck did I just get into? Yeah. (laughs) A lot of second guessing in the thirty thirteen seconds. Uh, but if you can survive the first thirteen, you 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 have every opportunity yes, to uh, to win.
0: <laughs> did you ever do anything else uh, once football was over? Like uh, I don't know, um, do CrossFit or anything physical? Did you ever did you ever tap into that vein? No, I saw I, I
2: saw no value. Nothing. No, I'm just fat. <laughs> I'd like to
0: chime in here. Though. What's that?
2: <laughs> you do so, cycling now? So Brad Brad did go cycling with me one time. Yeah, and he got embarrassed. So my wife was like, Holy shit, you know this guy? So you you're a <laughs> cycler? A yeah. Well I I my wife cycles, so I uh You cycle with her. You're being a supportive husband. So yeah, when so when so when I go cycling I, I wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt and a hoodie and uh hundred
0: degrees <laughs> so, in the house?
2: Oh, in the in the in cycling, the cycling studio. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah. So I talked to him into going with me one day, and uh, my wife and his wife went in the class before us, and then me and him went in the class after. She goes, "Oh, you're the sweaty
0: sweatshirt guy," <laughs> <laughs> and, and he he doesn't make it through the whole class.
3: No,
0: I got off the bike and said, "Fuck this." He has to he <laughs> has to lay on the floor. <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs> and I'm just sweating my ass off. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I go, hey, if, I, hey, if I'm going to work out, I'm committed to the workout, okay? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, I can not work out. Ain't, totally agree. Okay, with that. You're
0: fine with not working out. I'm
2: fine with that. But once you say, like, hey, you got to go work out, I'm like,
0: Okay. But that's what I'm asking. Like, how do you just flip that switch off? Like, football's over, and it's just like, okay, we're just good with doing this. Like, you've done this your whole life. Well, shit, I'm 37 now. I haven't done. Yeah, but I mean, you whole can fucking life. Yet. Yeah, but you can still like like well, still, working out and being. I still promise you that if you want to go
2: fucking toe to toe on a goddamn goal line fucking stance, I'll fuck anybody up. <laughs> I promise you right now that goddamn Cowboys, if they had more than fifty-three man roster, they'd fucking sign me up because I promise you I'd fucking get one yard. You're good for one yard. Goddamn, if not two. <laughs> Jesus, a good day Christ. three, right? Shit, a good day I get six. <laughs> Shit, hell, I'll
0: help him up afterwards.
2: <laughs> fucking one yard? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: What do you think of the Tush Push? Have you seen any of this coming out of Philadelphia? It looks like a bunch of fags. You think so?
2: <laughs> yeah, out of Philadelphia, it sounds like it makes sense. You know, be illegal.
0: Should it be illegal to push the quarterback?
2: No, nothing should be illegal. I mean, the bottom line is you got to get a fucking yard. When everybody is becomes psychologically fucking pussified on the offense, that they can't just get fucking behind their offense and fucking push two goddamn yards. That's bullshit. So if you're telling me you're gonna like outlaw the fucking the the quarterback sneak because the running back's going to push his ass. It, it, it just goes back to the solidification of the pussification of America. Like, God damn it. If you can't get two fucking yards as an offensive line in America, in high school, college, or the NFL, you're a giant sack of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Period. End of story. I don't give a fuck. Right. Fire your offensive coordinator, fire your offensive line coach, Fire your fucking left tackle. I don't give a shit. Like, if you can't get, oh, hey, it's third and one. Yeah. Uh, what play are we going to run? I right, fuck, call whatever play you want. We're going to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you can't do that, then you're a giant sack of fucking vaginas. Okay? And if any offensive line coach teaches anything other than that, then what the fuck are you teaching? <laughs>
1: Just push again. Just go forward.
0: Just, Just fucking, go forward. We hey, need to go forward, hey, damn it.
2: Hey, hey, There's a guy in front of you. Block him. Push him. Go knock his ass into next week. <laughs> and then the guy next to you does the same thing, and the guy next to you does the same thing, and the guy over here does the same fucking thing. Guess what happens?
0: He goes that way.
2: Oh, the entire goddamn thing goes forward. (laughs) And then we score, or we get fucking two yards. Like, this is the fucking pussification of America right here. You're like, oh, it's fourth and one. We can't get a fucking
0: yard. Oh,
2: Oh, if I'm a high school football coach, and anybody that works for my staff fucking can't get one yard, I'm firing them, everybody. You're out. you're, You're out. I'm firing the receiver's coach. I don't give a shit. You're, you're out. Fuck you. You, you fucking suck because you're a part of the staff. Fuck you. You're out. You're all fucking fired. All of you are gone.
0: What was it like when you were in high school and you were this giant? You're the number one recruit out of high school. Like, are you just murking people? No. Fuck Friday? no. I
2: was barely any good. No. Yeah. I don't believe that. I was. I don't believe My that. My sophomore year, we played our first game at Texas Stadium, back the old Arlington I gave up six sacks Ooh. our first playoff game. Yikes. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I was a sophomore. <laughs> fucking awful. My junior year, didn't give up any sacks. My senior year, I gave up no sacks. I actually got plus one.
0: How do you get plus one?
2: You fucking bulldoze people. Yeah. I had 107 pancake blocks.
1: Jesus. You know what a pancake block? I did. And that's And that's yeah. the biggest level in Texas. You were playing 5A football back then, right? Or yeah, back then, then it was a 5A. 5A yeah. was the biggest. Yeah. 6A yeah. now. That's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, no, it's 7A now, isn't it? Uh-uh, 6A. Six.
1: But they broke into two divisions. Fuck, there's 15 different fucking state championships every year. Right, a
2: right? bunch of pussies. Yep. A bunch of fucking motherfuckers that think that they can fucking not get a yard.
1: Yep, go forward. bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> what happened to the running back that could actually jump over the line that's behind him, too? How you don't see you, that shit.
2: You, how come you got me drunk and now
0: you got me on a podcast? I didn't get <laughs>
1: you drunk. You drunk got yourself drunk We did, drunk. Yeah, we did that, ask you a podcast We asked
0: you to do a podcast We did not get you yeah. drunk I think uh, your cycling buddy Is the one that got you drunk, drunk Yep yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright let's go Let's go eat supper Thank you JD, J.D. Thank you for being on here bud We appreciate it
0: Thank y'all for listening to us God bless y'all Peace <laughs> Thanks J.D. Oh, man. You're good Boys and girls, go check out all of our sponsors. Go check out Dirty Duck Coffee, Dive Bomb Industries, Pacific Calls, Boss Shot Shells, MLR Graphics, Shin Gear, Looking Glass Podcast, Ducks Unlimited, Lucky Duck, Mossberg, Double T British Kennels, Alf Outdoors, Specialties, Hemphill Farms, and Samford Outfitters.